Welcome to the St. James Parish Podcast. Enjoy sermons, lectures, and special presentations from St. James Episcopal Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. Curious about what else St. James has to offer? Visit our website, linked in the show notes, to learn more. In the movie, As Good As It Gets, Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt, as Melvin and Carol, enter a restaurant, but Melvin doesn't have the proper attire. He's offered a jacket, but he's too afraid of germs in his mind. Perhaps not so much today, but many of you recall certain clubs or restaurants where jackets were required. In almost every case, if a person happened to be caught off guard and without the proper attire, a sports coat would appear and be provided. Now, It may be an old polyester royal blue jacket with wide lapels, but a jacket would be provided. To be fair, Melvin in our movie, um, he does, however, run around the corner to buy a new coat, one so he could comply with the restaurant's policy. Unfortunately, over the years, we've turned this parable into the parable of the guest being thrown out because he didn't have on the right clothes, rather than the parable of all being invited to the wedding banquet for the king's son. Most of us, and I include myself, preferred Luke's version of the parable, where he focuses on the obvious as he names the poor, the blind, and the lame. But Matthew makes us uncomfortable, and he means to shock us and to make us think. And we can be assured it is going to be more about more than just wearing the wrong clothes to church. Thank goodness, because um, wearing whatever you want to church is why a lot of us really like Mount Lebanon, because anything goes guess what? You are welcome in this place wearing any fabric you desire. Many of us today still dress up because we were taught to always wear your Sunday best to church. And all old habits aren't bad and they don't have to die. But I'm also grateful that I, we can come in our, just as comfortably in our jeans As a skirt, I may get a little pushback from that, but sadly, somewhere along the way, many of us felt judged if we didn't dress up, and others used it as as an excuse just not to come to church. No one wants to be judged for not having the right attire, but the truth is, our clothes do matter. And it has nothing to do with the fabrics you chose to put on your bodies this morning. That's between you and your God, or maybe you and your spouse, and some children may have had to have listened to their parents. But it's tempting to get hung up on the ending of the peril and thereby miss the point. These people were invited to a royal event, a wedding banquet for the king's son, I didn't get a royal wedding invitation, but I dare to say that most of us here would not have ignored the first invitation 
much less have been too busy to be bothered when the second one came. In Jesus' parables, there's always more to the story. They're not just blowing off a party because they didn't have anything to wear. They were rejecting the whole notion of change. As the fall of Jerusalem was imminent, God was offering another way. But many rejected that offer of peace that Jesus offered. They preferred the violence. They wanted to do it their way. And in our story, some chose wrath rather than an all-expense-paid royal banquet. The Gospel of John reminds us that light came into the world, but they hated the light. They'd rather fight and live in darkness. So we have some who ignore, some too busy, some fight. So the king invites everyone, and that's where we enter the story. As he invites the rabble, and Luke tells us that it's the poor and the lame that have nothing to bring. We don't have a heritage or anything, and the king would have known they lacked the proper wedding attire, and thereby it would have been provided for them. The story tells us that at least one refused to put it on. Please don't miss how this king refers to this person as friend. And I was almost appalled of not being offered a wedding garment like, friend, how did you get in without being given clothes? The man has no response. What was he thinking? What's he thinking? What you going to do about it, man? I just came for the food. Or did he realize in that moment what he had done? We aren't told. Only that he choose to come the way he wanted. This garment is likely a picture of our righteousness, which we don't have. When we come to Christ, we come with nothing. Jesus offers us a robe, his robe, of righteousness, but we have to choose to put it on. Otherwise, our stubbornness or our self-righteous attitudes will cripple us. And I'm actually convinced that there is no such thing as a self-righteous Christian because we don't have that without Christ. Isaiah 61 offers us a picture of how we are clothed when he says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord, for he has clothed me, clothed me with the garments of salvation. He's covered me with the robe of righteousness. And God has been pursuing his people as far back as Genesis and throughout Scripture. He pursued Adam and Eve after they had eaten the wrong apple and then tried to hide from him. The Lord called out, where are you? He pursued Cain after he'd killed his brother, Abel. And he even protected Cain. And if you go check, go fact check the scriptures, it was Cain who went away from the presence of the Lord. There is a way to come to the kingdom. There's a way to come to God, and because we don't have what it takes. It's been provided for us. 
Everything we need to come to God is provided. But we may need to take off our old clothes of resentment or unforgiveness if we want the new clothes to fit that Jesus has provided for us. Whatever has you hung up on not doing things God's way, that's between you and God. Unfortunately, too many folks over the years have thought it only means, or they've at least used it as an excuse, that means you have to dress up to come to church. Now, although our story of the golden calf may not seem related to this parable from the story of Exodus, it is a prime example also of trying to do it their own way. The Reverend Catherine Johnston noted that the golden calf wasn't a terrible idea. It just wasn't God's idea. Now, well, I'm not sure I agree with her. Her point was that they had everything. They had been the benefactor of God's total provisions for their lives. But they wanted to hang on to those old clothes and do it their own way. And we know that didn't end well. The feast is prepared. Let's all exchange our clothes of resentment and unforgiveness for the peace that God has to offer and come feast at the banquet. Everything is ready and all are invited. Amen.